0: Love, how you doing? I hope you're well and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a leadership coach and social worker. So today I would like to shed light on wisdom. I have a love for wisdom. And I always have. See, when I think of wisdom, I think of the Maya Angelos, the Tony Morrison's, the Eleanor Roosevelt's of the world. But I also think of my Aunt Stella and my spiritual mom, Betty Humphrey, and so many others. Those are the people that I just would sit at their feet and try to absorb as much of their wisdom as possible. I just believe that right now in today's society, we are people who are full of knowledge. We have intellectuals. We have those full of ingenuity. But wisdom? Hmm. That's something that I'm starting to feel it is few and far between. But I think some of that comes from not truly understanding what wisdom truly is. And even though I have absorbed a lot, I'm not saying that I have always used it. (laughs) I mean, have you ever made a wrong judgment call? Even though you thought without a shadow of a doubt that you were right, I have. It's a case of not always knowing all the details and the backstory. We cannot see everything that God sees. And sometimes we are right and sometimes we are wrong. And even the people I mentioned, I'm not saying they were perfect, but they learned from experiences. They learned from those that had came before them that taught them and they learned how to apply. Now, when I think of wisdom, I also think of Solomon. He was that young man who after God offered him anything his heart desired, he requested wisdom. In response to his humble wish, God said to Solomon, Because this was in your heart and you have not asked for riches or wealth or honor or life of your enemies, nor have you even asked for long life, but you've asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you, and I will give you riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had who were before you, nor shall any after you have the like. Wow, ain't that something? See, whether or not you're a Christian, there is still a lot of personal revelation that can be received from such a story. One definition of wisdom is knowledge and the capacity to make due use of it. The fact that Solomon asked for not just knowledge, but insight on how to apply the knowledge effectively. He was granted things like riches and wealth and honor. Why? Because once you know what to do with what you have, then he can entrust you with so much more. Irish playwright George Bernard Shaw once said, we are made wise not by the recollection of our past, but by the responsibility for our future. Do you sense that responsibility of taking the knowledge that we have and then applying the wisdom to know what to do with it? Don't you think the next generation is in need of your wisdom I think so, because they have the ingenuity, there's the creativity, oh my gosh, and so much knowledge. But the wisdom is what I find is missing. The skillful warfare of knowing how to navigate between the rights and the wrongs because we've made everything so relative that it actually has become confusing to the next generation that they can't really make a distinction between the two. See, the pursuit of spiritual wisdom is good for our human trinity, our mind, our body, and our spirit. That is what they are in need of. And this quest is not found in the magical thing like the Lord of the Rings or that it comes to some and overlooks others. No, it's, if you want to be wise, all you have to do is simply make the choice to do so and act on it. Now, I'm not promising you that you're going to have a story like Solomon. But I can promise you will have a life well lived because just like that psalmist said, teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. See, when you have wisdom, you realize that time is the highest commodity on earth and you don't want to waste any of it. You learn to number your days. And what that means is you learn the quality of your time and those that are in it. You learn to appreciate every experience, the good and the bad, the mistakes and the successes. And from that in your heart comes wisdom that can be passed down to that next generation where you can be taught and then turn around and teach someone else. So during this quick break, I want you to think about who are the people in your life who have dropped those nuggets of wisdom that if you could, you would go back and say, thank you. Welcome back, and I want to continue our conversation about wisdom. See, when it comes to acquiring wisdom, the truth is that while many of us may desire it, probably a few who know what it really is, wisdom is not the same as knowledge. As a matter of fact, you can very easily be acquainted with facts and truths or even principles. But if you don't apply this information to your life, you're actually the opposite of being wise. Wisdom is not just about knowing what's good for you, but applying that knowledge into your everyday life. When you do that, this is when you know that you are truly wise. So a couple of things I want you to consider about wisdom. First, choose it. If you want what's best for your soul, it starts with making a decision to have it. Far too many people find themselves in debilitating situations simply because they have not chosen not to be there. This is my thing. There was a time when I was in college and people were going to the clubs, but I also heard people got shot at them clubs. So I was just like, I choose not to be there. So, I mean, if you don't want to be in a situation where everybody getting shot up, choose not to be there. I chose wisdom. That's all I'm saying. The next thing is set boundaries. Once you desire wisdom, the rules for how you live your life will change. You will start to wonder if it's wise to eat junk food at 10 p.m., Or better yet, try to eat some pizza or spaghetti and have indigestion at midnight. That's just foolish. Or if it's wise to keep talking to that friend or keep having that friend in your life when they done talked about you and done you wrong like two or three times in the past year. You need to guard your soul, your feelings, your heart, your desires, because that's the path that leads to wisdom. And surround yourself with wisdom. You know, have wise counsel, wise people. Even read some wise books if you need to. At least try to get you some wise friends. If everybody in your group is less wiser than you, then you might need to upgrade your group a little bit. I'm just saying birds of a feather flock together, right? Also, learn from your mistakes. The first time might be an accident, and that second time might be a mistake. But the third time, now that's a problem. Remember, being wise not only means that you have established information based on facts and truths, but you are now ready to apply them to your life. Like, if you've gotten a speeding ticket on a certain street four or five times, how wise is it to keep speeding down that road again? That don't make no sense, right? That's all I'm saying. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from other people's mistakes. Let me tell you something. As a child, being raised by my grandparents, I watched my aunts and uncles. I saw what they did and how they got in trouble. So immediately I was like, okay, if I don't want to get in trouble, don't do that. Don't have that attitude. Don't take that tone. You need to keep your room clean. Let's try to figure out how we can stay out of trouble. All I'm saying is I just had to watch them, and then I knew what not to do. A chaplain and activist, Gail Masando, once said, discernment prevents experience from being your teacher. See, you personally don't have to go through everything to learn a great lesson from it. Just watch and observe. That's all I'm saying. And choose it daily. One of the greatest pearls of spiritual wisdom that life can ever give you is that for as long as you are living, you will never have all the wisdom you need. What you learned yesterday was enough for yesterday. Keep yourself aware that every minute you will be open to new things that life wants to teach you about yourself and about others. As you evolve, so do the messages that you must add to keep that spiritual growth continuing, that spiritual wisdom expanding. That is how you continue to have wisdom. But i like to end with a particular scripture that I found that says, but the wisdom from above is first, then peaceable, gentle, open to wisdom, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. OMG, when I found that scripture, I was like, oh, this is it. This is better than any web seditionary. This actually tells us what wisdom is. So I'm going to say it one more time. Wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. So let's start with that first one, purity. Purity. That just simply means I will not compromise integrity. When you are operating with wisdom, you are thoughtful and intentional in word and in deed. I want to make sure that my words are aligned with my actions. That means don't make promises that I cannot keep. Then being peaceable. Peaceable means I will not antagonize your anger. I intentionally work at bringing order, stability, and understanding into a relationship. Isn't that wonderful that I don't come in to bring chaos, but I come in to bring order? That's wisdom. Then being gentle. That means I will not minimize your feelings. Even though you might want to hurt someone emotionally, mentally, or even physically, you operate in the realm of controlled power, controlled strength. So instead of bringing pain into a relationship, you bring comfort. Instead of bringing unnecessary conflict, you bring concern. You are gentle in how you speak to people and treat people. Then it says open to reason. That means I will not criticize your suggestions. You will, I will actually think about it and thoughtfully hear what you have to say. See, to have wisdom, you should be teachable and not stubborn. You should be open. To whoever may be willing to teach you, even if it's a three-year-old, I can tell you my nephew has taught me a few things. Then it says wisdom is full of mercy and good fruits. We are to be merciful towards others and you have good character. See, there's a scripture that says you will know a man by his fruit, by the fruit that they bear. So I'm not judging you, but I am a fruit inspector. So I have looked at how people treat each other. That's how I can tell how you going to treat me. So I'm just saying, be merciful towards others so that you can have good fruits. That is wisdom, knowing how to treat someone else, which leads to being impartial, that I will not be judgmental. That means we don't make distinctions. Instead, we treat everyone the same. Now, I know that can be difficult. That's why wisdom has to be developed. But then there's sincere, where I will be genuine with no pretenses be who you are and don't put on a masquerade because you can never build relationships if you're not genuine. And to me today, this is what everyone is looking for. We are looking for those who have the type of wisdom that is pure, that is peaceable, that is gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. My hope for you, Is that this is the type of wisdom that you're looking for, not so that it makes you better than anyone else, but it also puts you in a place to help someone else. Everyone is in need of advice, of good counsel, and everyone is in need of someone to be gentle, to have compassion and to be open to reason. I hope that you look for an opportunity this week to at least be open to reason. Take the time to listen, not only for the problem, but for the solution. Take the time to listen, not only to what they say, but also what they're not saying. Take the time to be open, to learn, to be taught, because we should ever be learning and we should ever be looking to have more wisdom. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with a new episode. Please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing on whatever platform they use as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate, and Music by Instagram what are about pixabay until next time keep shining